Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Loud and Local continues on The Rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW. Hey, what's going on? It's Loud and Local Stay Home Sessions on the Skype, Zoom, conference call thing. I got a band called FCON. First off, why don't you introduce yourselves and uh, what you do for FCON? Well, my name is Kevin White, and I do lead vocals. Is it my turn? Yeah, I guess so. Perfect. <laughs> my name is Brett Wood. I uh, run the sticks and the uh, copper stripping. <laughs> That's code word for drums, baby. Yeah, I like it. Trey Christ. <laughs> Yes. Hey, I'm Trevor, and I uh, I play the bass and all around just you know drive load gear. They just keep me around. I'm big. You don't drive. Shut up. <laughs> I've driven. That's true. That's true. My name's Dylan. I play guitar, and that's it. Right on. Come you on, do baby. vocals too. Come on now, backups? baby. Oh, I do. I do the uh, I do the backup screams. Sometimes I do the low screams and Brett does the high screams. And then sometimes I do the high witchy screams and Brett does the low screams. Ooh, witchy screams. I like that. sometimes we match each other on a hurl. Oh, hurl. Okay, well, uh, what the hell does FCON stand for, guys? Take it away, Kevin. Kevin, (laughs) Well, FCON stands for, see FCON, F-C-O-N, four cops, one. It's uh, any... Example of police brutality from Rodney King to now. That's the ratio of boys and blue that you see on our um, miss, miss, uh, our disenfranchised people out there, black folks, mm-hmm. uh, during police brutality. Like, you look at, like, especially if you see what happened in Minnesota with uh, George Floyd, that's the perfect example. Let's get the origin story for you guys. Like, how did you guys meet? Um, how did you guys get together and start playing uh, as a punk band? Hardcore band, whatever you want to call it. Um, well, uh-huh. I mean, uh, I moved from Las Vegas to Seattle, and I met Brett and pretty much like never left. And uh, Dylan and I were – well, I mean, Dylan was already like trying to like start like a band, and uh, we just kind of like combined forces. It's kind, of, it's kind of a weird story. Like if anybody else wants to join – in on that one, go ahead and help me out here. Yeah. Uh, no, it, there's no story. It's a it's a, a a train of factual events. Uh, we had a little house venue on 20th and Henderson and White Center, and Kevin and Dylan decided they want to start a band together because they both like Wu Tang and yeah. And uh, they started practicing in my basement, and uh, the original drummer from mine and Trevor's old acoustic band. Uh, he, uh, he didn't want to be in the band no more, so I started playing drums and learned the songs, and we started playing shows together. So it was very organic. It's the first band I ever played drums in, first punk band Dylan ever been in, first electric band Trevor ever played in after our acoustic band. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's very organic. You know, it's all of our first band together, first band. It's something like that, yeah. Well, <laughs> and, you know, we're all very good friends, you know, so... A lot of times you'll be in bands with people that you're close with, but you wouldn't like, they're not like ride or die homies. Yeah. So I think that's what sets us apart is it's like, 
you know, I mean, I met Trevor when I was in kindergarten, you know, I met Brett when I was what, like a freshman in high school. Yeah. It's like, we've been friends for so long that it's just like so natural. I mean, you know, when we were talking before, you know, this started, you know, it's just like talking with brothers, you know, not just. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And, and I'm kind of, I'm just kind of like the wild card kind of just got, kind of got indoctrined into their uh, cool crew of friends. So wild. Well, we love well, you. Anyways, baby. So, so uh, yeah, being kind of like that wild card, you said coming in from Vegas, um, what, uh, is this your first band or had you done vocals in, in punk and hardcore bands or any kind of music uh, prior? This is the one and only band I've ever been in. Cool. Well, what, what kind yeah. of, um, what made you, kind of confident because I, I i mean you definitely have like an awesome voice and and uh i've never seen you guys live but watching your bridge city sessions i can tell you have like a confidence to you what gave you that confidence to stand up front and be like yo i can do this oh well you know uh i was very discouraged because like i didn't start doing this Oh, I mean, yeah, I was like 27 years old and like they tell me by the time you're like 23 that you're like, your time is up basically. And, um, Brett gave me the, the kind of like the re, re, reinforcement that like, you know, Joe Strummer didn't start the clash until he was 27 years old. And Tim yeah. Strummer didn't start Rancid until he was 27 years old. That's so it was nice. a little bit of that and just like help from, help from my friends letting me know that what we're doing is like a good thing and that, yeah. um, yeah. I actually have a little bit of talent, I guess. Absolutely, yeah. man. Huh? Oh yeah, no, we're good. We're good. <laughs> oh man, you should go somewhere a little more quiet, there, Chief. Say hi to Bill for me. Does it? Does Brett kind of look like um the kid from uh, Terminator Two, like grown up? Yes. 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 Hey, there he is. Oh. Life Coach Scotters, like. everybody. All right. Can't see him on video because there's no and video. You, but hey, Brett, a party a block away. Has anyone ever told you you like Edward Furlong? <laughs> uh, you know, I appreciate you, Kevin Dears, because uh, typically people say the kid from American History X, which I really don't appreciate. Yeah. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a, uh, uh, Oh, yeah. Furward Edlong. Um, okay, right on. Well, uh, let's, let's get back into it. How would, uh, I yeah, guess, let's. uh, I guess, yes, since, uh, I last past, spoke with Kevin, uh, on the call, let's start with you, Kevin. How did you, how did each of you come around to, like, the world of punk rock and hardcore? Um, what brought each of you into this world? Oh, well, um, I, I could, I could tell you that it, it Started, it started out in high school, and then I got hold of the book, American Hardcore, mm-hmm. and, and I just went down the list, the bibliography in the back, and just, like, researched as much as possible, and just, like, back when file sharing was a thing, I just, like, listened to as much po- as much music as possible, yeah. and just absorbed the culture, and uh, just knew that this is, like, what I wanted to do for a very long time. Baby uh, hush. Nice. How about you, Brett? Oh, baby. Relax, you sweet, sweet doggins. How about, how about you, Brett? What brought you into punk and hardcore? I just heard a band, Rat City Ruckus, when I was skateboarding one day in downtown White Center. Yeah. And uh, I said, okay, I, I think we can do that, too. So to me, it was a lot of local influences. <laughs> and people playing like in my immediate neighborhood inspired me to start my own band. Nice. So... The White Center punk rock brand has been kicking off for a while, but White Center hardcore didn't start until Kevin became part of the mix and we got FCOM rolling. Yeah. But we've been having a lot of good stuff going on in White Center for for better part of a decade now. We've got our own little venues, little bars, little corner stores that host shows. And mm-hmm. uh, FCOM is really just an agent for people that are a part of the punk rock scene to come explore a part of the city that they'd never really been to before where we're around. So that's a, that's a good thing for us, a flag to carry for people to come to our neighborhood and experience our environment and be a part of, you know, the, the stomping grounds that brought us up as a band, you know, what's your favorite restaurant in white center? Mine is crawfish house. Oh, oh hell yeah! Oh yeah, period. Yep, period. Who told him? Hey, 
tequila behind the bar oh. with Greg Wood's name on it. You go ask for a shot to give it to you, baby. Nice. <laughs> uh, Dylan, what about you, man? What brought you into punk and, and hardcore music and, and like underground stuff? Um, so when I was younger, I was really into like classic rock bands like Black Sabbath and like that. Yeah. Um, but then I remember it was like back in the days when you could like rent CDs from libraries. And so I would just like rent like, like Ramones and like bad brands and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. And then just go home and rip it to my computer. And, uh, so I just started listening to shit like that. Bad Brains was a game changer for me. Oh, yeah. Like, Berrien like, Library had the deep cuts. Shout out Berrien Library. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey. And uh, what about you, Trey Christ? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I don't know, man. I just had a pretty rough go of it, like, starting out. So I just really was kind of drawn to any music that wasn't, you know, <laughs> celebrating the joys of life for no reason and uh i don't know man i was always kind of like the token metalhead in my in my friend group and then yeah um our buddy scott there the the life coach he kind of kind of got me into the punk rock scene when about i don't know seventh eighth grade and just kind of spiraled out from there um yeah my my love of hardcore kind of grew from realizing there was a subgenre of punk that kind of appealed more to my metal taste. So, Oh yeah. Yeah. Here we are. And now I'm basically just, just listening to a lot of, a lot of crust and hardcore. So, uh, yeah. That's about it, man. It's uh, it's certainly a kind of a f***ed up music scene that brings in a lot of f***ed up people because their lives are f***ed up. And it's, uh, that's what I'm, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of a beautiful yeah, thing. Yeah, dude, that's, that's exactly it, man. I couldn't have said it better myself. Uh, it's a it's a very natural progression. Um, we're all punk rockers, but uh, life doesn't become any less hardcore the longer you keep playing with it. So that's kind of where we all landed together. I like it. Um, so you guys put out your record on Tiny Dragon Music. Uh, it's a label based here in Seattle. I actually spoke with Drew from Tiny Dragon uh, a few weeks back for the podcast. Um, how did you guys get started working with Tiny Dragon? That label all started uh, with Burn, 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 man. Dylan and I have been rocking with that group for years, and uh, it was just kind of a, a little, uh, how you say, like a brainchild of Drew and Adam France from Burn, Burn, Burn. Mm-hmm. And um, instead of starting a label to put out records and make money, the label just kind of started to put on bands and book shows, you know, a bunch of friends playing together with a collective product to sell. Yeah. And from there it grew. That's awesome. So it just makes sense. Um, I'm actually going to go into a couple songs here from you guys. Uh, I'm talking with FCON, uh, members of the uh, White Center hardcore band FCON. Uh, we're going to go into uh, Dollars and Cents and Twelfth Man. Uh, what can you guys tell me about these songs before we jump into them? Well, Dollars and Cents is just a song about the contentment of going to work and paying and paying your paying your mortgage and not having anything else to live for. I feel like a lot of people can identify with that. The Twelfth Man is just speaks about the gentrification that hit this city. I mean, police brutality is one thing, but Amazon and the NFL and Google came in here and just like started drop a bomb on us when it, and started pricing people out of like these Seattle neighborhoods. Yeah. Gentrification definitely, uh, is definitely broached on a lot of our songs, man. And, uh, yeah, dollars and cents, definitely the working man's struggle. We're all, uh, going firmly, (laughs) firmly in the middle of the blue collar class there. It's a, it's a a quarantine anthem, man. Going to work sucks and your boss sucks too. So you, can I say that? Why not? Let's go into them, man. We got FCON. This is uh, a couple songs from them. And uh, read the lyrics, man, and uh, find out what they're talking about. We'll be right back. There you go. Here on Loud and Local. Dream. That is on your soul, do we all might die? One day you 
Loud and local here. Uh, that was 12th Man and Dollars and Cents by a band called FCON, White Center Hardcore Band. Got them on the uh, the Zoom conference call right now. We're doing things different here. They were just mentioning how chill and relaxed this is. I like it. Uh, thank you guys for taking the time uh, in, in all different areas of Seattle. We got someone in White Center. We got some, or, or yeah, where are you guys all right now? We're all from uh, White Center, but uh, me and Trev and Kev, we, we stay on the same street together down here in South Park now. Well, Kevin's in some, in uh, Capitol Hill right now, though. Kevin's in yeah, Capitol, Hill. In Capitol Hill right now. I'm in Ballard. Uh-huh. Yeah, so uh, Kevin, you're on, you're on Capitol Hill right now. Uh, obviously, the uh, the news narrative is a little bit different than how the reality is on Capitol Hill. How can you uh, tell us tell us a little bit about what the vibe is like for you in in what they would call the chop or the chaz? What's the what's the actual like on the on the you know road real first-hand experience like what what's the vibe like well essentially what i could tell you is uh you know we, we, the the chop or the chaz it's it's supposed to be used as uh education mm-hmm. and used as a resource to learn more about not just black culture but all cultures and um there's tons of speakers down there um there's like I went down there one night and they had like uh, Native Native American like tribal um, chanting and like music stuff going on down there. Yeah. They're handing out like free literature, free food, free water. They're taking care of like the homeless population. I mean, my whole thing is that like once we got rid of the East Precinct, we already know that Capitol Hill has the highest rate of violence towards like people of color, OBGTQ community, and uh, femme presenting people. And, um, it's up to us to like still protect like that neighborhood mm-hmm. with a, that that has so many disenfranchised folks in it. It's uh, but some people think it's a party, and uh, it's definitely not a party. The narrative that you speak of is a lot different than the the one where they that we see on the news, which is it's it's good to hear that it's a it's a it's a it's not you know the war zone that we see on the news and stuff. So that's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no warlords. Absolutely, yeah. Don't fall for that. Well, uh, I guess you know, g- going back to you know March and the beginning of that, and 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 then this entire time. Now we're in June. It's it's crazy. How have you guys been doing? Uh, how have you guys been staying busy during the pandemic? And how you been filling your time and staying sane? I guess let's start with you, Trey Christ. Well, man, I was out of work for, geez, I don't know, like two months, but uh, I just went back. It was totally voluntary on my end. My company kept rolling through it. Um, I work in construction, yeah. doing signage. So, yeah, after the after the first two months, it was kind of, you know, they when <laughs> when they offer you a job back, you can't really say no. Yeah. Otherwise, your unemployment money gets cut. And exactly. yeah, so I wasn't too incredibly thrilled to go back, but. You know, I've been back and it's, it's, I'm happy to see they've made some serious strides in the right direction because I was working on these big commercial, uh, construction sites like, um, you know, some of the stuff down in UW, some of the, you know, university buildings we were building and there you'd have like four or 500 guys there with no means of washing their hands and people yeah. are stealing the hand sanitizer out of the porta potties and stuff and touching all the same handrails and doorknobs. And <laughs> I was, I was pretty like, I was pretty uncomfortable and like up in arms about it, man. Yeah. When, uh, when the quarantine got announced and I was like, yeah, oh. I, I can't, I can't keep coming in. So I, right. I'm happy to see they actually made some steps. But. Good, good. What's a, what's a, what's a porta potty bag of hand sanitizer going for these days on the site? I couldn't tell you, chief. I only steal copper wire. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Uh, Dylan, I'm just kidding. what about you, man? Dylan, let's go down the zoom call. Dylan, what, what's, what's quarantine in the pandemic? 
What's uh, what kind of life changes has it brought to you, and, and how have you been staying sane and, and safe? Mm. Mm. Well, so I've been trying to keep busy with work as much as possible. I own a screen printing company based out of South Seattle called Pickle Prints. Okay, what? Plug that real quick, but uh, so I just trying to do shirt orders as I get them as much as possible, and uh, I really started picking up bike riding a lot. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah, I just pulled a 38-mile ride the other day. I just did the whole length of the Burke Gilman. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was crazy. Nice. It was crazy. And so hopefully by the end of the summer, um, me and my girlfriend are trying to uh, bike around all of Lake Washington. Nice. Which is a pretty lofty goal. I think it's like 60 miles. But What, to rent and all that? No, like around the whole lake. Like up like and around the, to the east side and down to rent and then back up through like you know, like uh, on Madison the West Beach. Yeah. Okay. Madison Park. Yeah. Do it. That's Got awesome, nice man. Brett, what about you, dude? Uh, I, uh, my business is totally crippled. So, um, really? I'm trying to stay out of work for as long as possible. Um, you know, I spent the last three years managing a bar in downtown Seattle right across from the convention center. Yeah. And, uh, Anything with a you know a gathering of people that the convention center would host, like that's like for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, from bartending every night and playing music every day, I'm just kicking back and making sure to skate and practice my mental health and not yeah. a you know a pretty much just uh, project any of my own personal problems out there on the public because. There's a whole lot going on in the world right now. So me losing a band and a job, to yeah. me, that doesn't really compare to what we're all standing and fighting for right now. So I've just been trying to lay low and take a break from work and skate a lot and write some new music with my man, my roommate, Kevin. And uh, when it's time to go back to work, man, we'll hit it. But right now we got a cause to fight for, and that's what we'll focus on. Yeah. And Kevin, what about you, man? How, how have you been staying sane, staying safe, staying busy? Uh, what's what's your life been like during these COVID times? Well, uh, as good as I can be. Um, uh, for those of you that don't know, I work security over at uh, Numos, and uh, we have no idea when we're, when we're going to be opening back up. Yeah. Who knows when that's actually going to happen? Uh, so I everything that I was trying to work on, like I was trying to like learn bass there for a second, just because mm-hmm. I don't know how to learn. I don't know an instrument. I'm just a singer. Yeah. Uh, um, I, um, but all that's like just been on hold ever since uh, the protests have happened. That's like pretty much been my full-time job. And, okay. Um, I'm going to keep it that way as long as possible. Taking my, taking my tools as a security person and just like trying to look out for the general public out there. Absolutely, man. So, uh, you know, I'm going to ask this question and, and, and you can, whoever feels comfortable speaking up, uh, can speak up or, you know, you guys can discuss as a band or whoever wants to, to, uh, you know, uh, table this one, uh, can take it. So, uh, I, I, I was kind of curious because, um, there's obviously, uh, and, and Kevin was speaking about the protests and, and how that's his full-time job right now. And during this time of protest in the world, uh, uh, obviously surrounding Black Lives Matter, police brutality, systemic racism, and so much more, there tends to be kind of a, dip- couple different camps as far as artists, musicians go, right? Those who feel it's important to use their platform to speak up. Those who don't feel comfortable making a statement. How do you see it when it comes to issues like this? When, 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 it, when, it, comes to, when it comes to FCON, you should already know where we stand. I mean, it's in the music. It's in the imagery. It's in the it's name. In the, in the yeah. performance. It's in everything. We don't support bigotry of any, of any kind. We stand for all disenfranchised people. Um, the, you know, if if you are somebody who is a part of that demographic of, of somebody who supports police brutality or racism or the, the alternative alt-right or whatever idea, then go ahead and just uh, go ahead. And- <laughs> go ahead and see yourself out. huh? <laughs> uh, yeah. And back to you, Kevin, specifically, uh, how has like being out in the streets and being involved in these protests, like how has that influenced you within the last few weeks? Oh, um, you know, it's 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 kind of it's it's a 
a little half and half. Some some feelings are very empowering, and some feelings are are very sad. Um, you know, I I can sit. I'm sitting here and I'm looking at like pieces of like flashbangs like right in front of me mm-hmm. that we that we were like picking up off the street. And uh, you know, it's it's crazy that that these people were like using flashbangs and, te- and tear gas on on people over like an umbrella or a candle. Um, uh, I, it's just the inspiration I, I feel is that like I really truly hope that this is like the majority feeling in the nation, and this isn't just like still like our voice is the the minority in here. I feel like more I've seen like more corporations. I'm seeing more like. Uh, people in power who are coming out and being like, "Yeah, this is this isn't right. And we need to we need to do something about this." Mm-hmm. And I hope with my whole heart that this is going to lead to something better for humanity. I appreciate uh, you you kind of doing some uh, some citizen journalism for us because you know a lot of that um, you know stuff that we see. It's hard to know who to trust as far as your your um, you know news reports and stuff. So it's good to hear some actual uh, word from that and and from the from the from the protest. So we'll go into a couple songs here. We're going to go into Liquid Fury and Mr. Punk Rock. But before we do, um, where can we find your songs? Where can we purchase your album? And where can we stream this and whatnot? Yeah, so that's going to be a. Uh, uh fcon206.bandcamp.com uh we got our home merch store up there online for sale and um full-length record man we've we've been kicking it out since it's been released so uh uh we're pretty much right now just trying to take the time that we have as down and um whatever we're selling we're gonna donate to a a cause the black lives matter movement uh uh county equity now yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like whatever, whatever we got going on. Since you know, unfortunately, we won't be able to play no shows until at least next year. We're just going to be donating profits from our merch sale to the causes happening right now. And uh, Zefcon two hundred six dot bandcamp dot com. Nice, right? Yeah, it's time for profits to take the back seat, man. We gotta gotta do our part. So we got Liquid 100%. Fury and Mister Punk Rock. We'll be right back with Fcon here on Loud and Local. Stay home sessions. Destroy my mind 
Loud and local back here with FCON. That was the Mr. Punk Rock. Before that was Liquid, Liquid Fury. Uh, you can pick up their record. All the uh, the money will go towards the good causes here in the community and uh, fighting for uh, you know equity, equality, and and, and uh, important important causes. So um, you know, I- I'm curious about you guys because you guys are a Northwest band. You guys are you know a White Center hardcore band. Let's go around the room. Um, let's start with you again, Trey Christ. What? All right. What's your, it, dude. What, I just like calling you Trey Christ because the name here. Uh, dude, you. I I love it, man. I love it. You sound hey, like, hey, we like it too, Kevin. It's like Green like Day. Uh, yeah. Hey, get out of here, baby. <laughs> so, what is your favorite Northwest band of all time? Whoo, boy, that's hard to say. Um, God, yeah, goddamn, that's that's a tough one, but uh, really, I think. <laughs> Just tell yeah, them what the best band is. Yeah, yeah, it's my turn. It's the band you're in, Trevor. Just tell them. Yeah, what well, yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right. I, I play in a Southern band called Generation Decline, man. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're the best. For a, lo- for a long time. The for, for a long time, they were they were my favorite local band, but I don't think I'm allowed to say that anymore because I'm, I'm in it now. Oh, yeah. But, okay. <laughs> Unless right, you want right, to be right. a douche. Aside from that, though, aside from that, I actually had a different answer before y'all. So, uh, helpfully interjected yourselves into my answer um man growing up uh growing up my buddies in rat city ruckus were uh were a real big inspiration and yeah recently my boy uh brett lost his life and i just think it'd be a good time to give him a shout out and his family and everybody else absolutely you know phil and dustin and uh Tony Fantosi. Yeah. I was gonna say sorry. I'm trying not to cry. Yeah, and Tony too, man. I love all those guys, and they're just the best, dude. I, I don't know where I'd be without them. I don't think I, I probably don't think I ever would have taken playing in a local band seriously if it wasn't for Rat City Records. So uh, uh, I gotta true. say, they're they're definitely my favorite local band of all time. Nice, great pick. And well, what about what about you, Brett? Oh, baby, you know it's the same, Kevin Dears. Rat City Ruggers, those guys are my heroes, man. And uh, like I said, you know, when I first started playing punk rock in White Center, that was just a band that fell upon me. And they inspired us over the years to go ahead and do our own thing, build our own scene, and we always looked up to those guys. Uh, unfortunately, Big Brett, he's not with us no more, mm-hmm. but all the homies, Phil, DJ, you can go see my man Tony Fantosi over there at the Victory Lounge. That's uh, who recorded the FCOM record at One and a Half Bastard Studios and the Burn, Burn, Burn record, Chosen Family. Tony Fantosi is a, he's the best. He's the best recording artist, man, that we know, man. I um, promise I didn't forget about you, Tony. I love you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, as far as that, man, um, you know, we came from, like, a side of White Center where there was no scene or nothing like that, so... Mm-hmm. We looked up to a lot of local Seattle bands that were around at the time. Shaking Michael J. That's uh, my man Brian Fernandez band from uh, he playing Good Touch and Land of Wolves now. Yeah, but that was oh hell yeah from Boston, which is East Coast style hardcore. Shaking Michael J. Man, like that was one of the originals. Mind Candy. That's Mm -hmm. old school Seattle ska punk. Mm -hmm. Shout out those guys are awesome. Greg Gibson. Rest in peace, man. It's it's a lot, a lot of local bands. Shoutouts could go on for a long time, all the way. I mean, Jason from Mind Candy too. Yeah, Jason's the G man. But uh, when it comes down to it, you know, we we're a hardcore band from Seattle, but our influences go way back to the early Seattle punk rock days. For us, you know, the morgue down there in Georgetown, the old Fun House mm-hmm. over there by Seattle Center. 
a lot of the bands from that old scene were a lot of our influences. So the shout outs go on. But yeah. right now, man, we, we just keep the White Center punk rock, White Center hardcore train rolling. And anybody you want to jump on, you know, we influence them too. Hell yeah. All right. Right on, man. Dylan, what about you, dude? What's your favorite uh, Northwest band of all time? I mean, you know, you're going to get like four of the same answers in a row, Kevin. None of us would be here if it wasn't for Rad City Ruckus. Okay. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be playing punk music if it wasn't for Rad City Ruckus, you know, and it's like they're the first local punk band that I ever heard of, you know, and the way that they kind of took us into their sort of like friend group family and like, you know, like showed us like what it meant to be like good friends with the people you're in a band with and like make music that you all agree on and like make music that you like. It was just super inspirational. Um, awesome. Of course, rest in peace, Big Brett. We all love him. I mean, we were all really close to him, but aside from that, you know, blue scholars is a really big Hell influence yeah. for me. And like local, local hip hop like that. And, uh, um, oh, Messiah, yep. You know, Messiah, we can't leave him out. Man, jam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's my boy. We got the same birthday. Anyway. Man. Yep. Hey, Kevin, what about you, man? Well, personally, my favorite, my favorite punk band of all time is poise idea. So I, if we were talking about like bands, that are famous that came from the Pacific Northwest. Boys ID would probably be number one for uh, me. Yeah. But oh, yeah. as far as like locals, um, you know, I gotta give a shout out to, to our boys, the bitter. Um, they are they're mm-hmm. one of a kind. Uh the bitter, the snubs, That's uh, mangy, uh throw from Portland, um, uh head honcho, generation decline, Rassy Ruckus. There's the list goes on and on, my friend. Yeah, like, dude, it's nice. it's uh, abound like there's Eris, That's there's like such so a hard question. badass bands. Yo, so we got it we gotta give a shout out to Kids on Fire though, man. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, sure, absolutely. Mabel's right Marbles call from us at uh <laughs> El Rainer Brewery, yeah. Mabel's Marbles, Kids on Fire. We're all family with those guys. We all practice at El Rainer Brewery and uh Man, they they inspire us, even though they write in the mix with us, playing shows, writing music all the time. You know, we got lots of love for those guys, and it, it's a big part of who we are, man. We drop our influences, and that don't just touch on the back catalog, that touched on the catalog today, you know? Yeah. I think really it's summed up just by saying the just our entire local community, man. That's where we draw our inspiration. Absolutely. That, that's what it all boils down to. Like, I... I think we get more inspired by like watching our friends play live than we ever could listen to any album. You know what I mean? Totally. Damn. Um, I, I like all your shout outs, man. So, uh, we got one, one more ridiculous question yeah. here. Um, if I were to get, if, if, if we had like an unlimited bar tab and we got all you guys drunk and we're at a karaoke club, what is mm. your go to? What's the song you're picking? And you're going up on stage and doing for karaoke. Oh, Damn. it's it's a uh, how you say? Um, oh, here we go. And oh. you don't stop coming, and you don't stop coming, and you don't stop coming. Smash mouth. No. Nice. Oh. All right. Oh, that's uh, wow. hey now. You're an all star. Thanks, Shrek. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. Thank you. Does that one, Shrek? Yeah. Jesus. I have been in the past compared to Shrek, so I, I appreciate that you know this. Trey, what, what, Trey Christ, what song are you going to do? Oh, God, dude, the only song I've ever done, karaoke, and there's a video somewhere, and I am so sad to say that. Uh, I was blackout drunk on, on crack and rum, and I, and I sang Fall Back Down with my boy Scotters. Okay. Oh, old, yeah. old life coach Scotters, yeah. If you fall some sport, some, yeah, Shut some, up. some sports bar in fucking federal way, dude. It was, uh, <laughs> it was, it was probably one of the darkest moments of my life. Shout out sports bars in federal way. What? Yeah. Yeah. It was, I think it was like an, it was like a half sports bar, half uh, Italian restaurant. So, you know, it, it's really the type, it's, it's the correct venue for that. So. Yes. That's I think I was there. <laughs> Dylan, what I about you, you man? What, what are you singing? Um, so can I have two answers or is it just sure, one? It's like man. A, We're going to get blasted. doesn't count. I was I, there yeah. and it was terrible. Oh, so it's so bad. If, if I was super wasted, 
Uh, it would probably be uh, Billy Eilish. There you go. Uh, yep. Bad guy. Oh, girl. Dude, or total, bad... total Eclipse of the Heart is a close runner-up. Ooh, that's close a good one. William Eilish. <laughs> what the uh-huh. hell? Uh, Kevin, uh-huh. being the vocalist, what what song are you singing? Oh, uh, my usual go-to is uh, Harvey Dangerous Flagpole Sit-Up. Nice. Or um, or uh, Cowboy Song by Thin Lizzy. Oh, that's a great oh. song. Too. Yeah, hell I was yeah. going to say Cowboy by Kid Rock. Oh, oh, <laughs> that's a little it bit of funny my, to do that. Just, just a little bit of my childhood shining through. Ah, what the ba da bang da dang diggy 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 yes. set the boogie set up jump the boogie. Uh, Not that I know that, that song or anything. Uh, <laughs> it's a terrible trailer rap. And that's why Kevin Deer's my favorite DJ in Seattle. Hey, you and me both. Shout out to Kevin. All right, guys. Oh, yeah. What's what's the least punk album in your collection? Green Day. Okay. Nice. Nice. That's a good rock record. It is. I like that record. Least punk record in your collection, Trey Christ. What is it? Oh, dude, it'd have to be my uh, first release copy of Sports by Huey Lewis and the News. (laughs) Shout out to my boy. Shout out to my boy Jeremy from Despair for gifting me that on our weekender (laughs) with uh, Generation Decline down in Eugene. Nice. One of the best days of my life. Reminds me of American Psycho. It, I, why do you think I like it, bud? Yep. Dylan, what about you, man? Mediocre least, movie. Least, even worse book. I'm least, sorry. <laughs> least punk album in your collection, Dylan. Um, I had to, I had to go just look at all my records so I could make sure I was making the right decision, but it'd probably have to be, uh, like a ABBA compilation. Okay. Yeah. Like Dancing ABBA Gold Queen. or something, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. All bangers. No bad mm-hmm. songs. Oh, hello. Kevin, what about you, man? Least punk album in your collection. Kevin? He's gone. I'll answer for him. It's probably his Alanis Morissette album. Fair enough. Fair enough. He does have a soft spot for the Morissette. Yeah. Jack I... Little Pills is jam. Uh... Uh, right on, man. Well, I'm, I'm stoked, uh, that we were able to piece together through, through different connections and whatnot. We were able to piece together a solid interview with you guys. Uh, <laughs> of course, uh, FCON, uh, you can pick up their record. I believe it's, uh, FCON206.bandcamp.com. At Bandcamp. Yes. You got it, dude. And, uh, yeah, we're going to go into two songs here of, uh, song FCON and Players Club. Uh, do you guys have any final words and, uh, yeah, any, any, any words for the listeners? Uh, make sure to put our song Spectrum on there because that really gets our whole <laughs> our whole viewpoint on oh, the yeah, current political crisis across. What was that? But uh, I said make sure to put the song Spectrum on here somewhere because that really drives the point home where we stand on the, the whole political climate right now. Okay, well, I'll put that What's as that? a third one. We'll, we'll do FCON, Players Club, yeah, and then dude. Spectrum. Yeah, sorry, be, that's kind of an awkward, uh, awkward piece there, but no problem. Yeah, um, oh, yeah. yeah. Any words for for anyone listening right now? Yeah, I say uh, go support the Chaz, man. Just go check it out, if nothing else, and just know that all the hype around it is nonsense, man. Like everybody out there should be celebrating because we protested and we won as far as that six box in the city of Seattle goes. So. Whatever you heard, no matter what, just go out there, check it out, and, you know, make sure to subscribe to all the local bands you're already a fan of, and as long as you put some listening into that, you're going to discover some more new music that you like right here in this city, and uh, anybody that's part of our network is a part of the cause, too, so give a listen, give a shout-out, and go out and support the cause, man. All right. Um, I I I also think it's really important to uh, not just – just don't stop marching. Don't stop protesting. Don't stop. Don't stop posting. Mm-hmm. Don't stop letting people know that Black Lives Matter. You know, if it, I know there's like only so many of us that are out there that are brown and go to punk shows. Please come out. Don't let all this like discourage you from coming out and playing punk rock or going to shows yeah. and, and supporting music. Your voice is more important now than ever. Hey. Just because it stops trending doesn't mean it stops being important. So Black Lives Matter. Cannot, cannot drive that home, you know. Not drive that home enough. I appreciate that, y'all. And uh, thanks so much for, for taking the time for the podcast. Again, FCON 
uh, 206.bandcamp.com. Right on, guys. Thanks a lot. Hey, thanks, Kevin, man. I really appreciate it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.